What monster plays tricks on Halloween? What? <laughs> Frankenstein. <laughs> what is your problem? Well, with that awful, awful thing, it's time to start the show. You are mispronouncing glorious. Uh, welcome to Boozy Brunch, the one time uh, Stacy and I get together. We look back on the week of shows, mm-hmm. uh, play some of our favorite things that happened during Monday through Friday. Also get to talk a little looser and more freely than we can on the airwaves. And uh, cheers. Cheers to you. I have to admit, I have coffee today. Well, it's Friday. You got a long night ahead of you, perhaps. I don't know what you're doing. I'm behind on my coffee consumption. I only had one cup this morning. Oh, no. Better get more energetic. That's right. Well, you were too energetic already this morning. We <laughs> unfortunately did something that Stacey wanted to do. Uh, she, <laughs> loved, <laughs> she loves... Um, I call them dumb jokes. She calls them amazing jokes. We can both agree that they're corny. They are super fun. And... And with Halloween fast approaching, the bi-state, especially St. Louis tradition of telling jokes to get candy is also fast approaching. And Stacey, I guess you can just frame this as a public service announcement. Absolutely. I'm helping more children get candy. Now, what about it actually makes you happy? Like About the silly the, jokes? Yes. Because they're so silly. Like... And I just find I'm delighted by them. I think they're so pure and innocent and sweet and good, clean fun. It was a roller coaster of emotion this morning when uh, (laughs) when we uh, talked about this, as as you can probably tell from my voice. It is Halloween season. Boy band Boogie Bash is October 25th. Hollywood Casino, 1065thearts.com to get your tickets for that. We'll see you there. Yes. Let it be said this is being done under protest. What? What do you mean? Do you but not have joy in your heart? Because of Halloween and because of the St. Louis tradition of uh, trick-or-treaters telling jokes when you get candy at the front door, uh-huh. Stacy has insisted upon, well, opening her vault of stupid jokes again. They are amazing jokes. How can you call them stupid jokes? We have them down, locked away to keep them safe from everybody's right. ears. What? Not Let's from go everybody's down. ears. To keep them safe. So if you didn't know this about Stacey, uh, she loves corny jokes. Amazing jokes. And we try and keep them off the airwaves as much as possible. But because of the joke tradition of Halloween in the bi-state, unfortunately, the the floor is yours. Yes. So these are pro tips for kids. Jokes they can tell to get more candy this Halloween. Exactly. I have some totally kid-friendly jokes that are adult-friendly as well. So, for example, Jonah, you might know the answer to this one. What monster plays tricks on Halloween? What? (laughs) Frankenstein. (laughs) (sighs) This is going to be a this is going to be a friend today. (laughs) Okay, I have another one that I I know you'll like. This one. What happens when a ghost gets lost in the fog? It what? He is he is missed. Am I What is your problem? Why is this funny for you? Because they're so cute. Okay. These jokes are adorable. What's a witch's favorite subject in school? I get mad at myself for trying. To be quite honest, <laughs> let's see if you can get it. I bet. I bet if you think about it, you got it. A witch's favorite subject in school. Yes. Chemistry. That's a good guess. Spelling. (laughs) 
because he it is not spells. it is not difficult to not say curse words on the radio 99% of the time and then you pull this crap and I have like 50 more how many more do you cool. want one more okay um what fruit do scarecrows love the most I don't this makes me mad at you Why? your joy Why? Well, don't hate my a joy. scarecrow's favorite food? A fair a scarecrow what fruit do scarecrows love the most? What? Strawberries. <laughs> it was nice knowing you. It's been Are a pleasure working Jonah, with you go. over these last seven years. Do you want me to tell you one that's not Halloween themed to put you in a good mood? That's not what is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't the lobster share his toys? <laughs> you honest, Stacy? Because you were shellfish. Because you were shellfish. No, I no, I heard you. I heard you the first time. Boy band boogie bash, October twenty fifth. Oh it is the fun. <laughs> On Halloween, Hollywood Casino Boy Band Night will be there. Will be there in costume. Um, yeah, you sound real fun right now, Jonah. One, <laughs> real fun. Seriously though, one hundred six five thearch.com. It's going to be a good time, uh, uh, even though Jonah vault, will be there. Vault's, vault is closed. <laughs> Closing the vault. Slam it. Eat the key. <laughs> you should leave the jokes to me. <laughs> This entire time, Stacey is pacing, silent laughing. I'm glad you had fun. I did have fun. It was magnificent. You got your joy quota in, and then it really just kept on rolling. Let's stick with today, because I saw you checking you it out. I'm watching. Again, while we were reviewing that clip, which is the first female spacewalk, all-female spacewalk in history. NASA's been live-streaming it on Facebook. We were watching it all during the show. Mm-hmm. Currently, we're three hours in. Three so you- Three hours. What time is it? Uh, for us right now is 9.30. They started at like, what, 6.30 our time? Yeah, so we're almost exactly three hours in. It's a five-hour project. All to change or recharge a battery on the outside of the space station. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's strenuous work. We were talking about kind of how emotional it was watching it. Like, I got like the inspiration tears welling up Yeah, watching it earlier. So they are at this exact They're moment just chatting in space right now. <laughs> They're chatting and like joking to each other in space. In space. Are they in space though? They're in space. One of the trippiest things about this is that. Like, it's fantastic. We've talked about earlier. Um, they have helmet cams. So sometimes you get the point of view of the astronaut in space fixing this battery on the outside of their spaceship, which is crazy. Oh, they're talking again. Hey, look, they found a box. But one of the very interesting things is that they have spotlights to illuminate, you know, their workspace. And there's just nothing else to illuminate like if you shine it out into space it just the beam disappears the beam disappears there's nothing that, it I would goes be, nowhere that is like take what i'm about to say and times it by a million that's like if you've ever have you ever played chicken with yourself like i used to do it as a kid like i would stare at a dark window to see how long i could stare at it without uh-huh. getting too scared because i had watched the gremlin episode right of twilight zone or like looking down my dark staircase into the basement i've done it a few times just to be like can you do it i don't do that stare I either, into the void i don't go i'm not going 
But then you go to freaking space. This is where we differ too, because I uh, I'm pretty content down here on Earth. But you said you would not only you would go to space, but you, you're actively interested. Well, there is like um, I'm not I wouldn't say jealousy necessarily, but a sense of adventure that I have serious watching FOMO. This. <laughs> well, remember how excited I got when I thought I was going to get to fly with the Blue Angels? We were sitting in these exact seats in this exact studio when you got that email, right? It turned out that y- you were the alternate, so you got right. to watch someone else live out their dream. Yes, but it was still neat to be there and see how it works. And seeing, um, they tell you have to have a physical to go up in the Blue Angels. And it's it's like a workout, basically, because you have to keep your muscles tensed so you don't pass out, so that the blood doesn't rush to your feet and that sort of thing. And the guy who went, uh, our coworker Remy, the next day said he felt like he had been hit by a truck. Like he was physically sore from going on a Blue Angels flight. And I've been having these neck problems and headaches. So it was probably for the best. It was, I'm probably, I probably didn't aggravate like an injury because I didn't get to go. It would be similar if you were an astronaut. I was it just- would be, I mean, I can't imagine how much more intense it would be to go out of the atmosphere. <laughs> well, I wonder, because uh, first I wanted to cover the the G's. Mm-hmm. This, like the OG's, the original gangsters? Um, absolutely not. I'm looking at uh, how many G's a, a spaceship pulls as it mm-hmm. exits the atmosphere. And they, I, can't, I have no guess. They say it's, I'm going to use the word just, three. Three G's, which I and believe is seven the most. What's the most G's ever? I, I I can look that up too. Seven can't be the most I, because that's the I mean, highest I guess that Blue ex- Angels go. Right, I guess it's exponential, no matter how fast and how you can go higher and higher. But if the Blue Angels pull seven, you're on, quote only pulling three in a rocket ship. You could probably handle that. Mm-hmm. And secondly, I feel other than it being disoriented, it kind of must feel amazing. To be in no gravity. I mean, think about that. You don't have... Yes. If you have a lot you know of your, your shoulders... your joints wouldn't hurt? Right. You're weightless the whole time. Yeah. You could probably just sleep by closing your eyes. You don't have to lay down oh, or like get a pillow because there's no nothing pulling your head down or your neck down. <sighs> I can't Just close imagine. your eyes and float. Like my shoulder and my neck have been killing me. I get these really pretty severe headaches often. Yeah. And so it got to the point where, you know, after all these years... I went to a physical therapist for it, and the headaches have been lessening, but my shoulder is killing me, and I don't sleep because of it. Oh, you need to just, just just be an astronaut. You'll be fine. Okay. They do say, though, that there's do like... Do have an outfit in my size? I know that's a problem. <laughs> they, right. This all-woman spacewalk was supposed to happen a few months ago, but they didn't have all the correct size spacesuits. They only had, like, I think they're called outfits. Ones. Sorry. <laughs> Kits. <laughs> they have some like residual issues though coming back to Earth. I've read about like really? if you're in the space station for too long and you get used to zero gravity. Like this one astronaut said many times he'd be drinking coffee at his home and just let go of his mug <laughs> and it would crash and spill and break. Oh yeah, gravity. Would, <laughs> like oh yeah, that universal governing force on this planet. Whoops. Uh, that it's true. I mean, you just you're on autopilot half the time. Speaking kind of of the opposite, well, actually, I guess I'm sort of finally coming out of it, but I told you I started to f- kind of realize what it was like to have a, like a newborn in a way because poor Amanda has been sick all week. Yes. How is she today? She's getting better. Has she eaten? She is up to, I, I made her plain white rice last night. Okay. And but, she 
She took some bites. She ate, yes, six or seven bites, Stacey. That's such an improvement. She was so sick that about five days after she got back from Prague, yes, which is where she got she sick. She happened to be on an international business trip last week. Like, she posted on Facebook, and I, when I saw it, I was so relieved. I'm like, okay, she's coherent, she's good enough to post on Facebook. She was really sick. She wasn't moving off the couch. She didn't eat literally anything except for drinking Pedialyte for like two or three days. The day that you came in, and I was like, how's Amanda? And you're like, she she ate broth. And I was like, Ta-da! oh, that's so good. But it also, she would have these fevers, so she would just, you know, wake up in sweats, so she'd have to like, get up or change or do whatever. And I, this felt kind of funny i i tried to give her a lesson i tried to give her a lesson on how to open and close our bedroom door because every time she got up i would get up Uh and i didn't and it was because i was woken up and it was because i swear she opens our bedroom door like kramer like they really it's a hard way and at first i was giving her crap like you just quietly open it i didn't realize i like because i'm used to waking up at three and leaving before she's even awake and trying to leave quietly I have the weirdest, most specific door mechanic opening strategy that I realized I had just manifested out of nowhere. Well, you have to turn the knob all the way to the right and then pull open so it doesn't make any noise. That's how you start. Mm-hmm. But this, what what I'm driving at and what I want to get to is I think that there's a lot of things we do on autopilot that we don't even think about anymore. And when you actually stop and think about everything that goes into your day and the details, right. we're way more complex people than you ever oh my God, give yourself so credit for. Oh my God, so complex. Like totes. Totes. No, because what you have to, because the, the door also squeaks. Mm-hmm. What if you lift it a little? Does that get rid of the squeak? So what you, what you do is you open the, you do what you do, you turn the doorknob mm-hmm. and then, but you, all the way, then you apply pressure forward so you apply pressure with your body to keep it closed but you pull it open with your hand so you're pulling against yourself Mm -hmm. to open it so it's a slow and steady open and then when you get on the other side of the door to leave and close it behind you again i put out my butt like a hockey check push the door to keep it from closing but pull it against myself all the way close so it can and what does that do? Does it stop a squeak? It stops a squeak and it stops any sort of slam when the door closes because mm-hmm. you are entering it as a ship person. Oh, those are called astronauts. Might enter a docking station okay. with millimeters and then that kind of care is what gently closes the door without any sort of closing sound. I feel like you are super late to the game because you never had to sneak in and out of your house. <laughs> Like, this is you're all just saying, like, you're telling me people, You're telling me stuff I know. <laughs> you also walk up the stairs on the outside of the stair because yes. that's the least treaded place, so it's least likely to creak. Exactly. I learned yeah. that from the Hardy Boys. Huh. I learned it from my life. Right. So you and I have had different upbringings, yeah. meaning <laughs> I was like the version of teacher's pet, but with your parents. Like, I, yeah. I listened to almost every single rule. I've even, I was the worst kid. I've asked my parents permission to break the rules. Like I call them like, hey, um, I know I'm not supposed to drive after nine o'clock because I'm 16, but I really want to go do this thing. Can I just go and do this thing? They'd be like, thank you so much for asking. No. And then I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. The end. See, I was the, I was really bad. Like my poor parents. Sorry, mom. Um, I'd say sorry to my dad, but he's passed away so it went sorry dad just put it out there in the universe um <laughs> um yes so the lesson i would learn from that in my life is to not ask next time 
<laughs> you were well you said the other day we were just kind of talking while while one of the songs was playing on the show and we have a minute of downtime and i don't know how it came to this oh we were talking about my squirrels so They're so cute we've been following lona and lou the two baby abandoned squirrels that amanda and i found on the sidewalk in soulard about a month ago we rescued them brought them to the wildlife rehabilitation clinic down in high ridge and we were talking to sue who works down there and she was saying that once they hit a certain age just like kids they change. So the one day they're like accepting that you bottle feed them. And then the next day when they have nuts in their cage, they think you're trying to steal their nuts and they're going to freak out on you. Right. Kind of like, like when I turned 15, a trigger switch. So you had a squirrel. You had a squirrel trigger. I did. What made, yeah. what made you so squirrely? Was it just like hormones? Probably puberty. Or, yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh. I mean, it was, I never understood why people would listen to their parents <laughs> like like you're but the, i want to do this and you're saying no you're the kid that i'm afraid to have <laughs> yes, because the you one should be the one thing and who was was it amanda it was someone like i was very sweet I'm, i was a very nice person but i just didn't understand why like i would listen to other people <laughs> telling me what to do when i wanted to do something else okay so i i wish i remembered who this was i'll let's just say it's amanda because i think she and i uh have the same wonder but we were talking about getting like your kid ready for school mm-hmm. or like it was some sort of responsibility thing and it's like you better go in there and do that mm-hmm. and her question was just but or what, what? Yeah, or what What happens when they don't listen to you? And the, right. whoever parent we were talking to is like, oh, they listen. And then I was like, oh, it's just some sort of psychology thing. But in the back of my head, too, it's like I would feel probably a poor choice of words when talking about kids. Impotent in my power mm-hmm. to just use words to tell someone what to do. If they're in that stage like you were for all of your life, what happens when they just don't do it? You just. Cause I'm not trying to. I'm not a. I'm not. I a, was just in trouble all the time, but I didn't. But care. Did you? I listen, mean, I cared, but I didn't listen. But did you listen to the trouble though? At least, like, if you were grounded, were you grounded? Because we were just talking about no. you sneaking out. Mm-mm. So you didn't. You didn't do shit. Mm-mm. I did whatever I wanted. I was terrible. Do you? Do like you see that I as feel, a detriment at all? Yes. To like. Yes. Yeah. In what mm-hmm. ways? Um. Because. I put myself in a lot of pretty seriously dangerous situations by doing thinking that I could just handle everything Mm -hmm. myself. Huh? Because you you don't know that you've, especially when you're a kid, you don't know you've gone too far a lot of the times until you've gone too far. Right. But then also there's another part, like as an adult, it's easy to look back and say that there's a, a big part of my personality that if you approach me in the right way, I'll do pretty much anything for you, you know, but if you're just sitting there going, no, you can't do that. Why? Because I said so. F you. I'm out. <laughs> we have covered this before. It's the uh, Stacy doesn't like to be told what to do. Mm-hmm. And it was, what was it? Don't shut the fuck up. I'll push you down the stairs. I believe that is the quote. I, I think it was, why don't you shut the fuck up? I'll push you down the stairs. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to uh, go on a limb and guess that you've never actually thrown someone down the stairs. But... How how was it in your, like... No, I actually, I did accidentally push my brother down the stairs one time at a friend's house because we didn't have stairs. So I didn't know how they worked? No, I mean, I just... He was too okay. because I knew we didn't how they because worked. we didn't have stairs in my house. You mean that because that's why you didn't push him down 
him down them earlier. Maybe. Um, he was really little and I like knocked him down the stairs. I was not being nice to him, but I didn't realize how close he was to the edge of the stairs. Got you. Oh, I'm feeling, I might cry just talking about it. I felt so bad. Did you feel bad at the time? Oh God. Yeah. My brother. (laughs) I'm only laughing now because he's a fully formed adult who doesn't seem to have any lasting brain damage. So I can just kind of chuckle. No, he's really smart. At the imaginary a two-year-old literally cartwheeling down the stairs it was so sad and like the the weird thing is that the only time i was mean to my brother was when he wouldn't let me be as nice to him as i wanted to be if that makes sense like, like if you wanted to are you saying like if you wanted to play house and do his hair or even if like you wanted to hug him and you didn't want you to hug him yeah like if if we were when we were really little if I thought he was like my, he was mine. He was mine. Okay. So how much older are you than him? Four years. Okay. So if you, if he wanted a glass of water and my mom said no, I would sneak out and get him a glass of water. So when he stopped that sort of thing, I got super offended. What the hell? I can't be a provider to and you I got, anymore. I got like mean. You mm-hmm. got empty nest syndrome as a six year old. I'm sad talking about this. I'm sad that I was so mean to him. Everyone's mean to their siblings. It's part of everything. I like, don't like it. How could you? You're a kid. That's why kids aren't tried as adults. Your brain is informed. I know. I I do know. I think mine might be formed now, but I'm not sure. We're getting there. <laughs> I see, I hate that I was so mean to him. Every like oh, I've I've heard stories like Amanda or her sister talking about what they would do to their brother. Brutal. Mm, it it is brutal. But it's brutal, and like I'm sad that I ever hurt his feelings. Well, how do you think so he's going to have any character? You can't. It's He's always got it. a lot of character. Yes. I must have been really mean. It's like that meme you see where it's like, how do I love my kids but give them enough trauma for them to have a personality when they're right. older? I, you yeah. can't just l- grow them up in a bounty I house. I always, I don't, I don't think I was like that with my sister, but we're twins. So being the same exact age, I feel like, and especially until like you hit puberty or you get older, mm-hmm. we're equal even in like strength and we took karate at the same time. We do, so anytime we would be mean, it would be equally to each other and we would mm. just be a knockdown drag out but on like equal footing i think another part of why i was so mean is because um that i need time to myself like as an adult i really need it to recharge and to like get myself together and as a kid i didn't have that and so i think i was just constantly like on edge and hmm. i wonder if see i'm the other way i'm borderline rabidly codependent like i don't like being by myself very often i've had fun like when amanda was out in prague i mm-hmm. got to watch the movies i wanted to watch and it was fine a little I lonely but fine you quite a bit like i didn't i was not worried about you necessarily but i was like i'm fine having alone time and i know that you're not exactly fine with so much in a row. I wonder, yeah, I, I wonder if it came from being a twin. You always had someone around you, and then I've never lived alone in my whole life. I've always had at least a roommate, or obviously parents. And then one of my best friends, Luke, he and I lived together, and we were definitely unhealthily codependent mm-hmm. to the point where we might as well. I've have heard been. stories. I've heard very horrifying stories. Like to the point where he would call, like getting off the train in New York, and if he found out that I'd eaten dinner already, oh. You didn't wait for me? I just reheated something. I'm like, what the hell? We eat dinner together. But then I would do the same thing to him. What the fuck? I'm hungry. I, I just ate. What the hell? How dare you not check with me first? <laughs> we, we split a food budget. Is that? 
Is that codependent? Like, what exactly is codependent and why is it bad? Like, it just seems like you two were, you know, best friends in a big city. Well, I think because it can evolve. Like, I've tried to work on it a little bit now like because I feel similarly uh, with Amanda where, like, if she doesn't want to do something I want to do, nine times out of ten, I just won't do it. Instead Hmm. of like go and do it by myself. Like if I want to go for a walk and she's not feeling well or she doesn't want to go for a walk, nine times out of ten, I'm like, I guess we won't go on a walk then. It's like, well, you can go on a walk. Well, Well, I don't want to. I wanted to have someone else next to me for security blanket purposes. (laughs) So is that or you even go to the store or Mm -hmm. go to the mall, anything. If if I'm with somebody and they don't want to do it, I'll either we don't do anything or we do what they want to do because I want to do it with somebody else. And I don't know why. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think that's that sometimes that's when it can be bad, I guess. But I don't think it's. But maybe I'm just being an armchair psychiatrist because I didn't like have withdrawals the week that I was alone when Amanda mm-hmm. was out of town. I, 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 I even walked several blocks to a restaurant on my own and ordered food. That's great. So I That's guess you really can say good. I'm an extrovert. <laughs> I didn't look at or talk to anybody on my way, but I am an extrovert. I mean, yeah, I placed the order online ahead of time, so it was waiting for so me I when have I got to, to talk the restaurant. To any person. <laughs> no, actually, I will say, Stacy, uh, I was about to say one of, but my favorite restaurant in St. Louis, Lona's Little Eats. Mm-hmm. I am borderline becoming a regular in the way that I walked in unannounced the other day and they greeted me by name. Yes. That place is amazing. That's like, that's been my dream since I was a kid. Just like all the TV shows that have regular places. The usual. Hey, would that be like the best sentence in the world? I might've got this for my dad because we used to go to this ice cream shop called Jurgens. That was the people's last names or else. God, that what an awful name for a ice cream shop. All I can think of is Eminem right now. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Sorry. No, these, this was an elderly German couple. Like, they even had a little oh. bit of an accent. Their, their last name was Jürgen. That's cute. And we would go and get their ice cream. That that was just the ice cream shop. And I remember my dad one day saying, if we asked you for the regular or the usual, would you know what to get us? And they said, I think you get coffee and they get chocolate chip cookie dough. And they were right. And that instilled that it was cool to have proprietors know their standard customers and i've been chasing that ever since so officially living here two years i became almost a regular at a restaurant that's fantastic and now i have to learn their names my son is coming to visit Mm -hmm. and i would like to take him and his girlfriend to that place is this next week it is this is coming up i know i'm so excited but i'm wondering if i can like Oh, no, this is your journey. You should get their names. You should get the names and make it complete. <laughs> oh, wait, I don't need to do any, any. yeah, we don't need to. And what's your name again? Oh, and, uh, oh, hi, hi, person at the front uh, counter. This is Stacy. That doesn't work in this restaurant situation. That's only for <laughs> social situations when you wait for them. Uh, we'll figure it out. It doesn't necessarily have to be that time, but if you are going, we'd love to join you. Yes, I would love it. Speaking love of it. going, mm-hmm. let's go. Are we leaving? Yeah. I feel like there's so much more I want to talk to you about, but I don't want... I mean, there's just... If anyone is still listening... um, You've made it to the second half. 26 minutes in, what's happening? I want to ask you about your clothing. Oh, this happened earlier. Sure. Let's cover this before we head out. You looked at me and you said, I want to ask you a question, and I don't mean to be rude. I hope it doesn't come off as rude, which is the greatest way to start... Well, I think it's good to let you know that it's going to sound, it's going to sound, it's like it's a weird question, but I asked you 
because you're really into clothes. I'm not sure. I'm. Are you into fashion? Is that like you're really into buying ethically made? Yeah. High end boutique clothing, right? Is that an accurate description? I wouldn't call it high end. I oh. think. Well, then I buy, like, trash clothes. (laughs) I think that the two other qualifiers automatically raise the price. Okay. But as, but I'm not, but as far as the price range goes, I am on the lower end. So I've been with you when you've tried to purchase a shirt before and it took you a good half hour, which is fine with me. Like, we didn't have anywhere else to be. There was no problem with it. It doesn't bother me. I know it bothers you. Um, well, right. So you asked me if, if, if buying these clothes stresses me out, and the answer um, is sure does sometimes. But okay, well, earlier it was no. Well, it, what, I'll, okay, I'll try to explain. Number one, I am a, I'm a horrible decider. I've mm-hmm. been a horrible decider my entire life. My mom, probably unfortunately, because it stuck with me till today, made always the joke, oh, you were gonna, you're going to get married, and then you're going to say, I should have married the other one. And is that why you wonder why Amanda worries about your indecisiveness? Like that's probably in her mind. What the Mary, the Mary one? Yeah, because that's not the first time I've heard that. That's about the eighth time I've heard that. That's slogan. So if she's heard it, hmm. if your girlfriend of five years has heard the joke about you know, you're going to marry one, and then be like, oh, I should have married the other one. That's why I'm making sure. That's why I have to. Because right, every ho- Halloween, every summer when we would go on a vacation, it was like a tradition for me to buy sunglasses, like cheap fifteen dollars sunglasses. That was mm-hmm. the only thing I would want to buy, and. I would spend three of the days wherever we were going into the same sunglasses shop and trying on this one, then trying on that one, then trying on this one. I'm sure about this one, but actually, let's wait till tomorrow to come back. So buying a pair of $15 sunglasses took three days. Okay. Let me just interject with something. Um, You and I are very much the same, only I call it being a researcher and you call it being indecisive. Well, the problem arises (laughs) when I make the choice. Oh, okay. Because... With this new venture, and this is new, I think my fashion uh, explorations into the kind of clothes you're talking about mm-hmm. are, is only the last year or two that I've seriously started kind of investing right, in Right, so it. I've seen the whole journey, and I've seen you go through the process of choosing these companies and ordering these clothes online and then having to maybe go to San Francisco to have them altered or right. send them back through the mail and wait another two weeks while they send the right size to you. I've made some mistakes along the way, but the reasons that I wanted to get into it were, as you said, made in, made in USA, ethically made. Well, uh, the things you're wearing now are from Japan, right? Well, the fa- the the denim is from um, a denim mill in Japan, but it's like a it's not like a sweatshop place. It's like a like but the, a de- the, so the fabric is shipped over here and made at a place in the United States. Yes, actually, okay. every every piece of clothing I'm wearing, except for my socks and undies, has been made in in the U.S. Okay, t-shirt, jacket, pants, and so I de- shoes. Are those the recycled <sighs> These shoes? These are the recycled shoes. I don't I don't know if they're made here. So I just wanted to do it that that was one of my choices for what I wanted to do as as far as a choice in the world. Like mm-hmm. some people go vegetarian, some people recycle everything. I try to do a little of those things, but I'm trying to right now focus just on working conditions and some supporting people... American businesses. Okay. Because these are small businesses run by like individuals and hell, they got an American dream. Let's try and support it. Mm-hmm. The stress does come in. Right, when they don't fit, because that's where my indecisiveness comes in. It's like, does this fit? Then my mind will take over. It'll tell me it does, Mm -hmm. and then it'll tell me it won't. 
It'll tell me, oh, this will the fabric will loosen up, and then it'll just fall better. And I don't know what it's from, so I'll like I spend a day thinking, oh, my clothes are perfect, and then like then I was like, oh, let me sit on it. Then the next day, I was like, no, 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 they're too big. So I don't think it's the clothes that stresses me out. I think it's just my exa- my personality type mm-hmm. of deciding. Like well, I've, I've only made like five perfect purchases in my life. Everything that's else, a lot. like the, because that's that's a unicorn. My car, perfect purchase. I've never regretted buying the Accord that I had. The mm-hmm. car, I like. I, we were thinking about a car. I found that one, and I the price was perfect. The year was perfect. It was used, but just not used enough. Blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Never looked back from buying that car. Perfect. This jacket that I'm wearing, I put it on, I knew. As soon as I put it on, I knew. Mm-hmm. Never look back, super glad. For me, I want the idea of the thing. I get sold on branding, I think, so well. Mm-hmm. I'm so gullible, whatever it is, I get sold on the idea of whatever this thing is that I want it to be true and I want it to be mine. So like the pants that I returned, I wanted them to fit so bad that I almost lied to myself and told myself that they did just so I could have my life changed by this material item which we all know is never going to be the case right and forget about the magical unicorn feeling i get when i put on the perfect pair of pants and go holy shit these you are you have one of those i do have one and of so those. that's why i asked the question like because these new pants you got don't fit the same they're Correct. a little big mm-hmm. one size down was too tight mm-hmm. these are a little too big yes and you're thinking that by wearing them more, they're going to fit you better. But I think that since they're big, it's only going to stretch out and get worse. Yeah, we'll find so out. it makes me wonder if like this is actually adding stress to your life or if you just look at it as like, well, it's a gamble because it takes so long to wear these in that by the time it happens, I can't return them anymore. Yeah. So I'm gambling on finding that perfect fit. I think I just have a shut off in my mind. And sometimes my other part of my mind presses that shut off switch mm. where like I'll just ignore reason for a few weeks and then I'll remember the perfect reason like this jacket I bought at a physical store here in St. Louis mm-hmm. east and west uh, in central west end it is a nice jacket tried it on loved it same brand then I started ordering them online because they didn't have the exact thing in the store okay ordering online is a mistake Right. I can never find anything that fits online. So when I bought a jacket like six months ago online and it didn't fit perfectly, I decided to keep it. Anyways, I've been regretting it ever since. But somehow I forgot the point that buying online is a mistake. Mm. Like I didn't go to East and West this time to look at what they had. I just ordered online immediately. Mm. Mistake. But yeah. I'm like, I'm a give it to me now kind of guy. So I was like, oh, I order it. I can order it now. I'll get it soon. When or I you really could go just and get it right it. now. Yeah, <laughs> so like I forgot the online. So I shouldn't be buying online. Mm. I like... I sh- like when I went to San Francisco, right? The other jacket, the motorcycle jacket I have, I love that jacket. I tried that shit on in person. Right. And as soon as I put it on, I go, ooh, this fits perfectly. Nice. nice. Buy it. I've never looked back from that jacket. I just shut my brain off for mm-hmm. certain reasons. And I don't know. I, I want to convince myself. Yeah, I think I just, I have a way to split my mind in half. And one, it's the devil and angel on each shoulder. Talk myself into something. And I'll be under that spell for mm-hmm. a while until I like, whoa, 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 whoa. I have that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What am I doing? Yep. So, I don't know if I gave you a correct answer. I think it's more about my unfortunate personality trait than it is specifically clothing. Don't beat yourself up. It's not an unfortunate personality trait. Yes, it is. You oh, are I torture myself. whole human with I mean, your quirks and flaws and... Your earlier example of when we spent 30 minutes trying to buy a shirt, I mean, that's... I fucking hated that. I, Did I, you? I hated the way it felt. Yes. 
Why though? Because most people hate it when you do that, or because you feel a pressure. I I feel a pressure on myself because Mm -hmm. either one of the options—do I buy it or do I not buy it—has negative consequences. Do Mm -hmm. I not buy it? We're all the way out in past Collinsville in Illinois. Mm -hmm. It's like a forty-minute drive from my house. I'm probably not going to come out to the store. Right. For an hour and a half round trip just to buy the shirt again. So if I'm saying no to the shirt, I'm saying no to the shirt forever. Right. But if I say yes to the shirt, am I just spending unnecessary money? I've seen this is this is not the shirt isn't even made in the US. Like right. I'm going outside of my beliefs that I have stated. But it fits so perfectly. Will I wear it enough to not feel bad that I bought this thing that was mm-hmm. not under the new guidelines of my clothing buying? So those are my two things going back and forth and it tears me. It ha- no, I, I hate it. I don't so like the way I feel. Okay. So you ended up buying that shirt and you wish worn I didn't. it once. You wish you didn't. Yeah. It fits you perfectly. It but fits you me perfectly. feel badly when, when you wear it. I don't like it as much. And right. And that was actually the, that was maybe four months ago or less. Yeah. That was the last thing I bought. Uh huh. That was not made in the U.S. and that See, was but that, that was, that was a actually, lesson that you had to learn for yourself. That is true. That was the watershed moment. And mm-hmm. since then, I've actually made like, active decisions like a shirt i love that i saw and then i checked the tag and i was like number one do you need the shirt no you have 14 t-shirts no one needs more than 14 t-shirts plenty of people have 100 t-shirts but you don't need more than seven t-shirts i have 100 t-shirts and i wear two of them right exactly so the may right so maybe that was less i needed to learn but that's hindsight in the moment i'm just tearing i'm tearing up my heart when i'm with clothes do you want me to ask you questions next time like I will say thank you. You are a very good emotional support friend. Thank you. <laughs> on shopping. Amanda has a short, uh, what's the word? Tolerance, fuse, capacity. It stresses her out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I do not have, she has She has done wonderfully, mm-hmm. but we've also learned that for the sake of our relationship, I have to pick and choose when I ask her to come shopping with me. Got it. Because it can't be every time. Okay. But because I am codependent, I do often need someone to bounce the ideas off of. And she's good for like five idea bounces. Okay. Number six, she'd be like, dude, <laughs> buy it or don't buy it. Not that easy. Okay. I'm calling Stacy. I'm here Face- for you. FaceTiming her. Feel Hold free. up the phone for me. No. <laughs> so, Fine. I shop with a selfie stick from that now on. all being said, mm-hmm. I'm done. Please help me. Okay. I am done buying outerwear. For a long time. Okay. I, I have bought everything I need. I have two pairs of jeans. Mm-hmm. That's all I need. A blue pair and Wait, a black is pair. is outerwear I'm things done. that aren't underwear? Is that what you mean? Jackets. Or like a jacket. Okay. I own six jackets. What are you wearing done. now? Is that a shirt or a jacket? Under this, I'm wearing my denim jacket. That's a jacket. This okay. is a jacket. Because you have some shirts that look like jackets. Oh, even that shirt I bought? I'm done. I'm done. I'm okay. done buying. The only things I'm allowed to buy. Socks and underwear. Socks and underwear. And a couple t-shirts if I want to have only shirts made in the U.S. I have four of them. That's okay. it. I'm okay. done. Nothing. Nothing sturdy. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Thank you. Sure. You'll remind me of this moment. I will. All right, now let's head out. Okay. Or do you have more? <sighs> do you have a mind full of inqu- in- inquiries? No. Was that you trying to decide whether or not to bring something up or going through your mind seeing if you had anything? Going through my mind seeing if I had anything. Okay, because if you were debating us something, I wasn't, you spill that shit. Yeah, the next thing I was going to do was just check on the spacewalk and see how we're progressing. Are, are they still attached? Um, well, it's a commercial right now, which is... Damn, I just monetize that it. shit, NASA. I just reopened it. 
All right, well, we're going to watch the spacewalk. If you haven't been able to check any of it out, we did share the video on our Facebook page, and that stays, so you can watch it and scan through it later on. Uh, that's Stacy and Jonah on Facebook. Stacy with an E, spell out the word and. We also have an Instagram. Same thing, uh, but that's in its infancy, so please be our ninth follower on Instagram. Seriously, I don't even know how many followers we have. We just started it. We got the four figures on Facebook, but we are in the single digits on yeah, Instagram. It's pretty funny because we were like, we each have our own Instagram, and then station like the and then do we make the show and, and the, you know and we're like you know what let's just do stacy and jonah across the board on everything and make it easy let's do it s-t-a-c-e-y-a-n-d-j-o-n-a-h weird inflection we should make a song so people can remember it we'll they work are on that. they are still working on the spacewalk 1065thearch.com you can click on stacy and jonah there's more stuff over there hey it's friday let's go homes let's cheers oh right 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 if you finished is your coffee cold by now? It's been 40 Yeah, minutes. it's super cold. Okay, see ya.